In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day. It's Father Tom and Anthony today. I'm going to pray the sequence of Pentecost. Come, Holy Spirit, come. And from your celestial home, shed a ray of light divine. Come, Father of the poor. Come, source of all our store. Come, within these bosoms shine. Thou of comfortest the best. Thou the soul's most welcome guest. Sweet refreshment here below. In our labor, rest most sweet. On our dryness, pour thy, on our dryness, pour thy rain. Give us joy that never ends. Amen. Alleluia. Heal our wounds, our strength renew. On our dryness, pour thy dew. Wash the stains of guilt away. Bend the stubborn heart and will. Melt the frozen, warm the chill. Guide the steps that go astray. On the faithful who adore you and confess you evermore in your sevenfold gift descend. Give us virtue, sure reward. Give us your salvation, Lord. Give us joy that never ends. Amen. Alleluia. Heal our wounds, our strength renew. Holy Spirit, heal the wounds of the people that are listening. Heal them, Lord God. Go to the place where they got hurt, where they got struggling, where they got afraid. Heal them, Lord, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Heal their wounds, their strength renew. Oh, strengthen them by the power of your resurrection. On the dryness, pour thy dew. Yes, the dew is so gentle. It's so gentle, but it covers every rain or every grass piece of grass that there is. Then flood them with the dew of life, the dew of the Holy Spirit, the dew of God, the gentleness of God. You see, God is gentle. He's powerful. He's powerful. Sometimes he comes as a lion, but many times he comes as the shepherd of the sheep. You know, people don't realize when they go lost, when the shepherd finds the sheep, you know what he does. You're not going to like this. He breaks the leg of the sheep, and he puts it on his shoulder and heals them. You see, because he doesn't want them to run away anymore. He doesn't want them to escape anymore. We are the shepherd. We are shepherds and sheep at the same time. I am a sheep of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am a shepherd of the Lord Jesus Christ by the grace of God. Do you know that you're a shepherd also of your family, of your family of the ones that you love? Do you know that you're a shepherd as well as a sheep? Oh, yes. And men, better take your right position 
as the priest of the family. Men, better take your right position as the priest of the family. Too often, men do not take their right position as the priest of the family. Too often, they just say, well, you know what? Let my wife do it. No, you are the head of the house. You do it in the name of Jesus. You do it for the sake of your children and for the sake of your wife. Men, take your proper position. There's an attack on manhood in this world because when you as a father, when you as a man don't stand in your right authority and you cover the women of your house, you cover the family, then you know the devil has access to us. God is a God of order, and he orders how we should live in the Bible. The devil wants to come with disorder. We have the example of Jesus today. As Jesus died for the church, as we as men is called to die for our family, today on today's Friday during Lent, we meditate on the crucifixion. Today we meditate on the passion of the Christ, the stations of the cross. We see that Jesus, he gave it all. He gave it all for you. He gave it all for us. That all our woundedness, it can be healed because Jesus in the garden, he took every sin of all of mankind, every sin that has been committed or will be committed. He took it upon himself. But on the cross, he took all our woundedness. He On the cross, he absorbed all our sickness and ills. And by his stripes, we are healed. By his stripes, you are healed today. Father, pour out the Holy Spirit today. That we understand that Jesus, he's living his life through you. That Jesus, sometimes we share in the Lord's joys and glories. Sometimes Jesus gives us an opportunity to share in his sufferings. By his stripes, we are healed. By his stripes, we were healed. This is real, and it's been hidden for generations upon generations that God wants to heal his people. But you know, the people always knew this. The clergy didn't. The people would go to Lourdes for a healing. The people would go to Fatima for a healing. The people would go to Betania for healing. The people believed in healing. I remember being at Lourdes once, and I only was there once, and it was the procession of the Blessed Sacrament. And you know what the priest said? Don't think that anybody's going to be healed here today. He should have just kept his mouth quiet. Because people came with the experience that they wanted to be healed. And he just stifled that. He stifled that. By his stripes, we have been healed. By his stripes, we were healed. You see, these things that have been hidden for generations are coming out now. Now like never before. You know who brought the healing ministry into the Catholic Church? Father Francis McNutt. He studied under Agnes Sanford, and he brought the healing ministry into the Catholic Church. And as a result, 
we have people praying for healing every day. I just got a call from Lawrence, and I'm going to return the call. She wants prayer, I'm sure. You know, this is the job, the vocation of the priest, but it's also your vocation, too, to pray for the sick. It's your vocation to do what we are called to do, to be the Christian in the face of a dark earth. You have that authority. But if you do not use that authority, you lose that authority. Please take the authority that you have and use it. Take the authority that you have and bless people. Take the authority that you have and be who God called you to be. You're the light in the darkness. Through you, Jesus lives today. Jesus, on the cross, he opened heaven over your life. He opened heaven over this earth when he was resurrected from the dead. You know, Jesus, he knew that he he needed to go to the cross from the day he was born. And for us, there's little things that we need to do to die to ourselves day by day. Maybe it's today, maybe it's just not eating meat. Maybe today it's stepping out in faith. Maybe today it's whatever it is, but the whole point is St. John the Baptist says, I must decrease so you, and he must increase. And the Lord wants to increase his life in you. The Lord wants to increase his power in you. Jesus wants to increase the knowledge of him in you because the, the truth will come and the truth will set you free. And as we get more truth about Jesus within us, Jesus gives you more and more freedom. Jesus gives you more and more of your inheritance. You were created with the kingdom purpose. You were created with the kingdom purpose. It's when Jesus comes back after the resurrection, before the ascension, he says he comes back for 40 days and he preaches the gospel of the kingdom. What is the gospel of the kingdom? It is to release heaven upon earth. It is that we go and we do the works of Jesus. We pray. We pray for the sick. You know, we, we lend our we lend our heart and our hand to those in need. We let Jesus infuse us with his divine life, his divine spirit, with the power of God, with whatever Jesus wants, you know. We are just we're pottery. And Jesus we're the clay, he's the potter. So we just want to be open to the Lord. And whatever you want today, Jesus, we give you permission. I give you permission, however you want to use us. If you want to use us to sit in our house and pray, if you want to use us to share in some of your joys, maybe to share in some of your pains, it's just, Lord, it's all about you, Jesus, today. It's all about you. Let it not about be about me today. Let me not meditate upon my life, but meditate upon your life upon the passion, upon the grace, upon what you've done for us on the cross. I just got from my Bible app the Bible verse of the day. If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves, take up their cross daily and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who want to lose their life for my sake will save it. 
as I was talking on the phone, I just got the beep, and I felt the Holy Spirit saying, leading me to read that. You know, it's upon losing our lives that we save it. It's upon giving our life to the Lord Jesus, not wanting what we want, but just saying, Jesus, it's about you. Use me. Then our life becomes saved. But when we want to save our lives and we want what we want and we want to control, we lose it. We lose it. And we lose ourselves in our own problems, in our own in our own lower nature. So Jesus, we pick up our cross today. Whatever what is your cross today? Is it is it you know what your cross is. You just carry it for the Lord and you say, Jesus You know, whatever I've gone through in my life, whatever I'm going through right now, first I pray, Lord, that your presence and your glory comes into it so that you you be glorified through it. But I trust you, Jesus. I walk with you, Jesus. Whatever, there's no, there's nothing you have allowed me to go through that I can't bear today. And I, I surrender it to you. And I pray that I can lose my life, Lord, that my life is no longer about me, Jesus, but it's only about you. And God gives us only today, only now. We don't have tomorrow. We don't have yesterday. It's the sacrament of now that God meets us in the present. Don't be thinking about what's going to happen in the future. Keep it in today. Keep it in today. It's one day at a time. It's one minute at a time. I was speaking with a woman from Connecticut, and I said to her, keep it in today. Keep it in the now. That's where God meets us, in the now. She she was thinking about what's going to happen when I go to Salem, New Hampshire for a, uh, a CAT scan. I said, no, you don't have that. That's next week. What you need to do is you keep it in now because God loves you now. God has a plan for you now, and God has peace for you now. Don't live a week ahead of time. That will only cause you anxiety, and that's what happens. People get anxious because they either think of the past or the future. And they do not live in the present. It's all about the present moment. His name is I am who am, not I was or who was, not I will be who I will be. I am who am. He is God, Yahweh. He is Jesus, Yahweh. He is the Holy Spirit, Yahweh. He is God Almighty. And he says to you today, Just keep it in today. Make it simple. Keep it simple. You know, K-I-S-S was told to me once, K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid. That was told to me once. And you know what? It really works. I'm going to tell you another one that really works. When traveling through life's journey, let this be your goal. Keep your eye upon the donut and not upon the hole. Too often we think about the whole. Too often we think about what we don't have. Too often we think about the future. Too often we think about the past. It's not about the past. It's not about the future. It's about now and 
O W K I S S. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> oh, that's that's a word for today. It, when Father Tom was speaking, it's a word for me and for you today. That. God, he only exists in the eternal now. He only exists in the present moment. And our life is only composed of a series of present moments. You know, it's always the present moment. Two weeks ago, it was the present moment. And then it was the present moment. Two weeks from now, it will be the present moment. Present moment, second by second. God only exists in the present moment. And we want to keep our focus on that. You know, the Word of God tells us, don't worry about tomorrow's problems. Tomorrow's problems will take care of themselves. The 12th chapter of Luke, he tells us, don't don't worry about saying the words. I'll put my, I'll put the, the Holy Spirit will put the words in your mouth. You know, God, he has plans for you, and he already has an answer to all your problems. And all we're called to do is seek first the kingdom of God, and he'll add everything unto you. But we seek for the kingdom of God by seeking the intimacy of the Lord, by letting the Lord be present, by us being grateful. Lord, we thank you for gratefulness right now. We thank you, Lord, that we're just centered into you, Lord, that we know that there's no problems. Everything is okay right now. There's no issues. We are grateful, Lord that we're able to hear the word of God go forth, that today you have things prepared for us, that, Lord, your Holy Spirit is in us, that you're you're going forth into our future and aligning our steps, that, Jesus, your light is coming into our paths and you're healing our wounds, that, the Lord, you have everything taken care of, And all we are called to do is to trust that you are so good that all you called us to do as humans is trust, that it's not complicated at all, that the devil is chaos and it's complicated, but Jesus resides in peace and simplicity. Peace and simplicity. Father, pour out your Holy Spirit. I thank you right now that there's just peace coming upon you, that the light of Christ right now is just illuminating the eyes of your heart, that we're just consumed in the love of God, that Jesus says, you are my child. You are my child. I'm The Father's love is pouring out onto you and into you, and all you need to do is thank me, be grateful, Be happy. Think not upon what you don't have or what you think may happen, because none of that's real. All that is real is right here, right now. And the Word of God is going forth to you. The Holy Spirit is filling you. And you have nothing to worry about, because I have everything taken care of. Those who dwell in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. When you're in the shadow of God, you are safe, you are protected, and God is working out everything for you right now. Jesus is in you. The Father's heart is beating in your heart. Jesus is thinking in your mind, and the Holy Spirit is breathing in your breath. You contain the Trinity within you. 
Thank you, Lord. I want to be in the shadow of his love. That's the cross. I want to be underneath the cross. You see, to understand the cross, you've got to stand under the cross and watch the sufferer suffer for you. Watch the sufferer heal for you. Watch watch the sufferer to forgive you. Oh, yes. One day I had a, 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 a said to the Lord, we got a prophecy that you're going to do something new. I said, Lord, I'm tired of hearing prophecies like that, and they don't happen. I want to hear something new. Well, I had my eyes closed, and all of a sudden I saw the crucified Jesus, and he was filled with flies. I couldn't peer on it any longer. It was so sad. It was so awful. He was filled with blood. He's outside the walls of Jerusalem. He's near a dump. And you see, the flies had all landed on him. And I said, oh, my gosh, I never thought of flies. But I know that's real. I know that. And it was done for you. It was done for me. It was done for us. This is real. This is real. The cross is real. The resurrection is real. Jesus came to, to keep us in the Father's love. Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. But it's so simple. Do not carry yourself in the past. Do not carry yourself in the future. Just now is all you need. Just now, God meets you. You know, I was thinking that Jesus came from heaven into the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary. From heaven. And as a child of heaven in the womb, he was just like you in the womb. As a baby born, he was just like you when you were born. He, he didn't think about, I'm God. He thought about, I'm hungry, and he cried, and his mother nursed him. You see, this is reality. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the only begotten Son of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus, he's a revelation of the Father's love for you. He's a revelation of the Father's love for you. Everything he did from the agony of the garden, from being scourged, from the, the crown of thorns, to carrying his cross, to the crucifixion, to every suffering he went through in his life, it was for you. It was for you. And it was so that you could understand how much you are loved, so that heaven could be opened over your life, so that you could enter into heaven when you go, but so that Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, could live within you now, and you could know that everything is okay. You know, it's been said that we, Jesus was the only one who truly suffered, and sometimes we share in his suffering. Sometimes we share in his suffering. 
sometimes we share in God's life. But the thing is, is because Jesus had already gone through everything you will ever go through, because Jesus can relate to every pain that's in your heart, we can endure everything that is in our life with Jesus. We can have peace and joy no matter what we are going through because we are doing it with Jesus. Everything you do today, realize that you are doing it with Jesus. Whether you are cooking, whether you are driving, whether you are praying, it is you and Jesus together doing it one another. That the Jesus, he lives within your heart. He lives inside of you. And he is using every circumstance in your life to conform you more and more into his image. Because that is the goal. That as we, when we go in this earth, we want the, the we want to be conformed into the image of Christ, you know. And it's just there's times where we just share in His life that He lived. We do Lent because Jesus He went for forty days into the desert, and it, the, the my favorite part is after forty days of temptation, it says Jesus came out and He was hungry. He was hungry. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.